Are you a fan of the finer things in life? Well, of course you are. You're listening to my voice right now. I have some good news for you. If you're a fan of high class, delicious Italian coffee, I have a promo code for you. If you check out Lorenzotti Coffee at lorenzotti.coffee and use the promo code THEMADONES, you can get 10% off their fantastic beans. So join us, lorenzotti.coffee, promo code THEMADONES. You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. The only people for me are the mad ones. The world is filled with the boring and the barely conscious. The misery loves company. But we don't have to live this way. Jessica and I are here to talk to those the system rejects, to radicals and thought criminals. The ones who never yawn or say a commonplace thing, but push the boundaries of acceptable discourse. Those who stare reality in the face and dare it to be different. History isn't made by the timid, and fun is not had by the perpetually afraid. We are the Mad Ones. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Mad Ones. I'm your once tried the LP on for size and found out that I didn't want to hang out with that one guy in the Alabama LP who just wouldn't stop talking about My Little Pony host, Cam Harless. And uh, with me (laughs) as always is your sometimes some meth head almost hits you with his car and gets so mad that he suddenly stops his car in order to follow you for many miles while driving erratically. So you have to go home and grab your AR hostess. Miss Jessica Green. <laughs> Hello. Whew. Yes, I was reviewed on how to use both of our firearms immediately after we got home. So, yeah. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> everyone's safe. It's a happy it's Yes, a happy everyone's day. safe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oiled and, and zeroed. <laughs> there we go. And uh, with us tonight is a man of many subscriptions, a newly minted podcaster and YouTube star whose previous works include telling cathedral op- operatives to eat his whole ass, slapping some dude named Archibald around on Twitter, fighting Nicholas Sarwark to become king of the anthill, and just being a chill dude in not-so-chill world, Mr. Joshua Smith. Oh, doing, man. Man? Hey, how's it going? That was the best intro anyone has ever given me. Ever. I hear that a lot. I fucking love the anthill, though, dude. I can't get over it. Uh, also, it was for, for future reference, it was my entire ass. My entire ass. Well, hey, I just like say, and I knew that, but I like the the double entendre of ass and whole being in the same sentence. Sure, fair. So that's just fair. you know, that's 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 me. Whole <laughs> so, asshole. So how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, <laughs> exactly. man. I'm hanging in there. I cannot complain. How are you guys? <laughs> Tired. Good. I don't know. I don't know which one of us Coffee. is going to interview who. You know what I mean? Let's just go. Let's go with it. I like it. So you 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 started your what are you fifteen episodes into your podcast? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But tomorrow will be sixteen with Spike Cohen. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that memory on this this bearded bastard. I'm well, it like helps that. that it helps that uh, I have an amazing artist who does all of my. Um, uh thumbnails and he puts the number on there and he fucks them up every week and so he has to go back and change them (laughs) and so like i have to remember uh which number we're at otherwise we'll just put out the wrong number together you know what i mean well hey (laughs) and and that's the trick for me is i any of the promotional stuff i don't put any numbers on it i put that in the text that way it's like foolproof i can just look at my website and go okay so uh, Mike Brancatelli was 86, so Josh Smith, 87. 
Nice. 87 so, yeah. podcasts. Holy 87. Shit. Dude, busy. I have been I have been doing podcasting. Like I we, the originally the show was Make Liberty Great Again. And we started that in 2016 right before Trump took office. Sure. Or before he won the election. And it lasted 9 episodes and I was not super thrilled with it and so I kind of quit. <clears throat> and then 2 years ago I brought it back. And tried, like, experimented like hell in several different ways on what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. And then this year, I was like, okay, I'm tired of this thing. I'm just going to have, I had Jessica on Make Liberty Great Again five times because I was slowly boiling the frog. I was like, this is, she's the, she's the most fun to talk to with other people. I'm just going to slowly make it happen. And then <clears throat> what's funny is one day, um, she was looking at music about to do a project with. And I happened to have decided on changing the name to the Mad Ones and coming up with the art. And I sent it to her, and she was like, "Oh wow, what is this?" And I was like, "Well, you know, you're joining, right? We're we're not we're not going <laughs> to pretend anymore, right?" So yeah, I've I a uh, hundred episodes is going to be I think June thirtieth. That's so, so rad, man! Congrats, dude. <laughs> a lot of far away. I'm so far away. <laughs> We're doing um, friend month in May where it's like all the guests are our, our friend who've been friends of the show. And then in June, I think we're going to try and set up um, all mics. Like everybody yeah, named gonna, Mike and Michael. We're going to just do a Michael month. There's so many mics. There's so, there's right, a there's lot so of many Michaels. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had Mike Brancatelli last night and, and I was on Twitter today and I reacted to a tweet uh, or responded to a tweet between Mike Meharry and Michael Bolden. And I was like, Mike Meharry's been on, our, on my show twice. I love, I love Mike. He's just a friend yeah. of mine. Um, and I was like, I need to have him back. And I was like, I need to ask Michael Bolden to come on. And then I was like, I could also ask Mike Brancatelli to come back. And then I just need one. I, at this point, I just need one more Michael. Um, but the 100, I have my, I have a design for, ju ju for June 30th that I've started and I've got a tentative yes for and I'm not going to say that now because I don't want to like fuck it up and <laughs> yeah. overpromise. But it will complete the, goal, the Michael. It'll complete Michael. the Michaels. Let me just say. <laughs> well, me just say I know. I know a Michael that would complete any podcast. So I'm. 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 Uh, I'm hoping for you, buddy. Pray. Trust pray me. for it, buddy. There's a. There's. There's one. There's one that I'm going at on on Twitter until he. Uh, until he blocks me. So I get it. I know. <laughs> Well, that's what's great, though, is uh, the one that we're talking about without talking about him directly is he follows me. So we're mutuals. So I can DM him. Sure. And so that's that's great. And you know, let me tell you, that's a good day when you get that I've, follow. I've DM'd him probably 10 times with no response whatsoever. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting to get the I'm just waiting to get the the block. I'm going to show up one day and be like, hey, wait a minute. Where'd he go? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, today is traditionally tax day. Last year they moved it up because of because of COVID. Um, and then this year they moved it up, I think, to the 17th of May. But this is traditional tax day. And so I thought, who better to have on the show on tax day than Joshua Smith so that we can just shit on the IRS and shit on the state? On their, on like their favorite holiday. Unironically, not figuratively shit on the IRS. Yeah. 
Just like walk up to the building. Just shit all over the shit IRS. Upon, <laughs> shit upon the IRS. Yeah. Like, like I'd like to get that drink that you have to drink for 24 hours the night before a colonoscopy and just show up at the IRS <laughs> building and be like, what's up? Party time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just cleared it out. Cleared it out at the IRS building. God, you know? that's got to be a form of treason. It absolutely has to be a form of treason. There's no I way think it's the not. IRS. I think the IRS is, is the treasonous ones. I think that True, would be fair enough. The patriot thing to do would be to go and shit, and shit on the IRS. IRS. Yeah, absolutely. Upon the IRS. That's the yeah, upon the IRS. That's that's that would literally be the patriotic thing to do. Yes. <laughs> so let it be known the patriotic thing to do is to drink a bunch of Epicac or no, that's the one that makes you throw up. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. remember what it's called. It's the shit that it's the shit that uh, if you don't have a lot of money and your insurance sucks, you have to actually <laughs> mix it with uh, Crystal Light because it doesn't have any flavor. It just tastes like salt water. Uh, oh no! I know this from experience. Um, okay, okay, but yeah, I mean, I had to put a TV in the bathroom, so it's uh, learning it'd be, a lot of things you know, today. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun to show up to the IRS like that and be like, "Hey, <laughs> we should just have like a mass shit in." You know what I mean? Of the IRS, this is a unique form of peaceful protest yeah that uh, yeah mass, i fully approve of we need to demonstrate <laughs> and the way that we demonstrate is a mass shit in of the irs shit in. oh yeah. god <laughs> it would it would it would only be what they deserved to be exactly. honest so, yeah just give it back <laughs> so, we're coming to hey, give it back buddy i'm rendering unto caesar what is caesar's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we had a. I go to I go to church sometimes, and we were in church uh, probably about a month ago now because I haven't had a Sunday off in a long time. Um, and we went to church, and the and the pastor was uh, talking about that specific, you know, the that quote, the render under Caesar, yeah. and then he goes on to explain it. And basically, he's the whole time he's ba- he's basically saying, and Caesar doesn't uh, own shit, like legitimately yeah. so don't give caesar shit and i'm going this is a cool fucking church man yeah, <laughs> golly. So. and that's what so when, when we had uh thaddeus russell on the show he kind of tried to use that verse as a means to be like well you can't be a libertarian or an anarchist and be a christian at the same time and i was like no because i this is something that you know i actually have a study uh, a degree in biblical studies like that's part of my deal and so early on in my Facebooking libertarianism thing, people were like, hey, could you write something or tell me something about render under Caesars? And I, so I spent a lot of time in that. And what's fascinating about that story is one, they were all like taken aback by what he said. Sure. Because the, the trap that they tried to get him in was if so let's go into Bible for a second. Cause then I have something else about the Bible I want to talk about that I find just fantastic. Um, but, uh, so Jesus lived in a time where it was the Roman occupation. And so if you said not to pay your taxes, Rome was going to come down on you and crucify you. Right. And he was also talking to the Jews and on the, the Daenerys, the, the coin that they used was a picture of Caesar, which was an engraven image of a, di- a different God. Caesar saw himself as a God, etc. And so it was a trap. It was like, if he says, pay your taxes, he pisses off the Jews who will want to crucify him. And if he says, don't pay your taxes, the Rome Romans are going to want to crucify him. And so he said, render unto Caesar. What is Caesar's render unto God? What is God's? Right. And so there's a lot, there are a couple layers here. 
I truly believe. One of the layers being it's a concession. It's don't get yourself murdered. We have a bigger mission at hand. And two, if you look at the way he talked about it, he's, he, they, he pointed the, the coin and he said, whose image is on this coin? And he said, he said, Caesar's. And he said, and then he followed up with the phrase, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's. And so the question is, what do we have in our possession that is made and pressed and engraved in the image of God? Us. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're made in the image of God. And so he was saying it was a concession of, of, of sorts. Pay like what your pastor said, but also I don't, it was kind of a way of saying, I don't want your money as much as I want you fully. Right. True. So this is like this wonderful thing, but random Bible stuff. Today I found out that there's a translation of the Bible in Hawaiian pigeon. Wow. What? Fair. It, the, the, the pigeon language in Hawaii. Yeah. It's a Creole. So it's a, it's a real rough version of English. Okay. And so the, the name of the translation is the good and special book. <laughs> And it's oh, wonderful. No. I, I gotta, I'm, I'm going to listen to I'm going to listen to it. They got an audio version? I'm going to listen to that. I don't know if they have audio, but it's on so the you, Bible app. Do you wow. have a select passage that you're about to I read? Do. Okay. I do. And I have some other uh, other things. Um, <laughs> there's, it's so good. And I'm glad it exists for people who only speak or read this language. But it's also hilarious. You know John 3.16. Sure. Yes. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. And you, you know, yada, yada. You know the thing. And Pigeon And Stone Cold Steve Austin, man. (laughs) That's right. And Pigeon, it goes, God get plenty love and aloha for the people inside the world. That's why he sent me, his one and only boy. Because of that, everybody that's trust me, no going to get cut off from God forever. And it's it's typed like this. Like, I'm not putting on an an accent. They going to get the real kind life that going stayed to the max forever. You know, when God send me his boy inside the world, he never do that for punish the people. He send me forget the people out of the bad kind stuff they stay do. My God. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to read that. It's a it's, thing to behold. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. And then as I was... As I was looking at this, I was I happened to I was trying to find John three sixteen, and uh, I was looking at the names of the books, and it's also there. Like Genesis is called Start. Um, wow. And then and then um, so in it, you know Leviticus is the 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 rules or priests, and then Deuteronomy is called Rules Second Time. Um, <laughs> Wow. I like, I like that one. Rule second time. I mean, and then, and then there's, uh, so, um, Proverbs is called smart guys. Um, wow. uh, Psalms the is called more you songs. Describe this, the more I like it, to yeah. be honest. I love it. Gonna, I love it so much for sure. I love cut, it so cut much. And dry. A, a lot of it's very, um, what, what my fa- one of my favorite things is that acts is called Jesus guys. And, um, <laughs> Let's see. And uh, Revelation is called Jesus Show. Wow. This might it's be the wonderful. Bible for me, to be yeah, honest. This, because I think the King James Bible. Version. This yeah, the King Bible. James. 
not doing it for me. I don't really read the old English so good, but I feel like I could understand this and, and so absorb it better. In in Matthew, you know, you read the Bible and there's a lot of ancestry. Uh, you know, James was the son of Joseph, was the son of blah, blah, blah. But here, I'll read you from Matthew 1. Uh, Jesus ancestagize. Uh, this book tell about <laughs> Jesus and his ancestor guys. He the Christ guy, the special guy God wins in. He from King David, Ohana, and David, he from Abraham, Ohana. This Jesus Ohana list. Get 14 fathers from Abraham to David. Abraham, he Isaac fada. Isaac, he Jacob fada. Jacob, he Judah fada. <laughs> 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 and all Judah, all Judah brothers, he their father too. Jude, <laughs> Judah, Judah. Wow, I love this. It is the so best version of the Bible yeah, I've ever might heard. Be the best, it might be the number one version of the oh Bible in the world God. for sure. I love it. So, you so guys know much. they have they have the uh, LOL cats version of the Bible as well. No, so way. like that the LOL, LOL cat memes speak the way you see cats speak in memes. They've written the Bible out entirely in lol cat speaks so if you're a fan <laughs> of the ancestor guys you might also like the lol cat bible somebody equally some, somebody charming. said i wonder if they have an ebonics version uh for people who live in oakland california i happen to be from oakland california by the way and uh <laughs> Let me google yeah, that. <laughs> all the all the churches do actually something else yeah it's just how it's just Giant. how you speak there huh it's it's it's, nope. it's it's like uh excuse me stewardess i speak jive <laughs> have you ever seen that video from uh airplane uh-uh. uh oh, oh i mean i've seen the movie airplane repeatedly over and over again for a long time but okay let me I it's been it a while airplane. are you talking about soul okay. plane i can't tell i you. knew of but did not okay. see that i mean snoop I dogg it. was in snow soul plane so that's right i remember that yeah it's kind of cool here we go. <laughs> are you showing us something? Oh, up. you are. Yes. Uh-oh. Goes all doors now. And keep an eye on that number three engine gauge over there. It's running a little hot. Striker. Oh, we start. I'd like to say something. I know that right now things must look pretty rough up there. That's a. But you do what I tell you. There we I go. Tell yeah, you this to is do a long point. point. Mm-hmm. Can I get you something? Some more folk butter laying into the bone, tighten me up. Tighten me. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Cuddy say it can't hang. Oh, stewardess, I speak jive. Oh, good. Oh, my God. He said <laughs> that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right, would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose blood. She's gonna catch up on the rebound on the med side. What it is, big mama? My mama raised no dummies. I duck her rap. Cut me some slack, Jeff. Chomp don't wanna help. Chomp don't get the help. Say can't hang, say seven up. Jive ass dude don't got no brains in there. You couldn't get away with doing that shit anymore. No. The gold maid was dead. Where are the white women at? <laughs> Speaking of white Classic. women, we have a game for you. Oh boy! The game. There we go. All and right. so this this game is um, 
one that started with my friend uh, Thaddeus Preston because he has this penchant of if any woman is mentioned in any official capacity, he'll let you know whether or not she gets the D. So this is this is the first time I've shared this game outside of Thaddeus. So let's do that. And uh, your Italian fiance will forgive you. She will literally <laughs> stab me in my sleep. <laughs> You're so trying to get me killed. I am going to tell everybody that the bad ones got me murdered. Have faith. Have faith that good things will happen. Well, either way, here we go. Does she get the D? All right. So I have some lovely Liberty ladies here for you to tell us uh, Jessica's going to partake as well. I'm not, I yes. compiled this list, so it's not fair for me to weigh in. So if you could give a, um, you can give a yes and then, or a no, and then follow it with a one to 10 score. Okay. Of whether, how hot this person is. You, are you, are you prepared for this? Oh God. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. No one's I'm, ready I'm for this. Oh, Wow. Wow. Okay. So. Uh. The dawning of the age of Aquarius. Okay. Listen, <laughs> what had happened was, okay. Julie, I don't think Julie is going to be mad about me uh, rating female spike, but it's possible that she would still kill me. But listen, listen. This is now Tasha's <laughs> wife. Tasha's what? Tasha's wife, Spike Cohen. As uh, is that? Is that? Is that the vice president mixed with Spike Cohen? I don't know. No, yeah. it's it's. I, it's I just, just took, Spike. I took I took Spike and made him a woman. Oh my god! And not in the traditional biblical way of making yeah. someone a woman. <laughs> just you know, in pictorial form. So she she looks like she definitely needs needs some smoked salmon for sure. <laughs> she's she's but hurting for it for sure. Here's the question: one to ten. Uh, I think Spikeita Cohen. Fe, fe, female Spike is like is like a solid six, you know, five maybe. Six and a half. That's what I was. Six and a half to seven. Okay. Was mine. So let's yeah. move on. Let's move on to the next. Yeah. Do you know who this is? I don't even know this one. See, we also have to like guess who it is because I don't think I know. I know you sent me a list, this, but I don't have it anymore. This is the premier libertarian presidential candidate from both 2012 and 2016. Oh, it is. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, now I see it. it you needed you did, <laughs> the eyes. The eyes needed to be a little more stoned, and then I would have caught it. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like maybe a chat bubble. It's like bake the cake. Then I would have got it. You know? Oh, just wait. It gets it. better and better. Some of okay. these are legit smoke shows. I'm just, I, I'm letting you know now. Okay, I, I'd say so, that yeah. female Gary is is a six and a half or seven. Yeah, Garina. Yeah, Garina's all right. <laughs> I agree with the, I agree with the assessment. All right, and here's here's next. Here's the the most libertarian person you could ever meet okay oh, it's like a Jesus. solid one solid uh. one oh, wow. that person looks like they want to bomb brown children overseas for sure 
Yeah. <laughs> yes, Miss like, uh, Miss Wil- Wilhelmina Weld, with that we've got right here. Yeah, will be been, appointed sh- health secretary. She's soon. been drinking Old Crow in Boston for sure for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. So, yeah. <laughs> Points for points for the hair though. She she has nice hair. So I'm gonna Solid give hair. her a yeah, a three. I'll give her a three. Solid one for me. Yeah. Okay. That's a no bueno. <laughs> All right, here we go. How about how about this beauty? This this beauty is a is is from Georgia. She My home state wants wants to do wants to make Georgia nullify all federal gun laws. It's Miss Shane T. Hazel. Oh, so, oh my God! I gotta give I gotta give Shane T. Hazel like a solid eight, man. Just because, yeah. just because it's just because it's Shane, you know. Even if it was ugly, I'd still have to give it an eight because Shane would probably just beat me up, you know. Well, she's also got that gun, so yeah, he's a nice gun. Yeah. I do. I give I give I give Shane Miss Shane an eight. Eight. Okay. Sh- Shania. Yeah. Shania. Yeah. All right. How about how about how about oh, this, dude, this solid ten? Woman. I don't. Th- that's Aww. like an eleven, easily eleven. Most beautiful yeah. woman I've ever seen outside of my girl, my fiance Julia, of course. She's a doctor. <laughs> yeah, she's got to be a doctor. <laughs> a doctor she's of an liberty. OBGYN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's solid true. eleven. She we're and she bakes cookies. Time. Yep. Mm. Beautiful woman. What do you what do you what do you give her, Jessica? I don't I, I'm not sure I could do the point ranking system like I thought I could. So I'm just going to give a yes or no. And I just <laughs> as as talented and wonderful as uh, Dr. Uh, Rana, Rana is. Rana Paulina. Yeah, Rana Paulina. Um, she's a little out of my age range. So we, we could gotcha. hang that. We could definitely hang. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, I've got I have more. I have more. OK. What about this? Oh, doctor? Wow. Oh, man. How did how did Tom Woods decide yeah. to look like uh it, it looks like Salma Hayek almost. Jesus, Tom. <laughs> this is uh this is a she, it's solid nine, Tom. Shit. You're killing it. Uh, hot. Very yeah. hot. All right, here who do we have next? This is the woman beyond the wall. Oh wow. Yeah. Sorry, Pete. I'm gonna t- have to give you like a five or six, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Missing your you goatee right now, bud. Just you can tell that the nut the duster G. kind of messed up the algorithm. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. It just faded right into the neck. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. a handsome woman. Handsome. Very handsome Very woman. Handsome. <laughs> How about this one? Oh, this, that's is a, a, this is we're a gonna go who, solid negative five, and this <laughs> this this human can go fuck themselves. Uh, yeah. Just in case you're listening. Uh, Richie Castaldo, <laughs> you bitch made. It. Sorry, I was going. I'm going to go off right now. I'm going to I'm I'm get really fucking Oakland in this house right now. He follows me, uh, and no matter how many times I tell him to go fuck himself, he won't unfollow me. It's yeah. the most bizarre thing ever. And he has me blocked. Yeah, he'll block me for like several months, and then pop on and like make a post about me just so that I can see it. And then he just gets completely fucking ratioed, and then disappears. And I'm like. <laughs> What is he, is this your fetish kid? Like, did you, you, you jerking off in front of minors out your window isn't doing it no more, or what? Like, <laughs> so, so, uh, this is the person who got the Snyder cut released, but let's move on to Damn Dave, killing it. 
I'm saying. Yeah, Dave's a solid 10 or 11 too, man. He's up there with he's up <laughs> there with Rona Paulino. Yeah. Killing it. <laughs> That's what I'm, this is what I'm talking about when I said some of these are smoke shows. Yeah, Dave, like, Dave's killing it. Dave's Dave's in the wrong body right now, I think. <laughs> Which is I prefer this body or the fat body to be honest. Yeah, fat fat Dave's the best Dave. Really, you're welcome. That Dave Smith is an amazing Twitter account, by the yeah. way. I've laughed at every single one of those. They posts. already they already have like 400 followers or something too, and it just got it was 700. Jesus. It was seven. Yeah, when I joined, and then um, the pinned post is his uh, intro for his podcast, but it's yeah, all I saw. Fat oh, stuff. I saw. It. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I definitely followed what, it. What I love about Fat Dave Smith is it's my creation. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty good. And it's gone. It's gone beyond me at this point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's out in the world now, bud. For sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see who's next. What do you think? Oh god. That's. Can I you mean, suss it out? I can't even figure it out. This this is Archie Flower. Oh. How is he, wor- How is he worse as a woman? Every single one of those people yeah. got His better looking. Are really as a woman. freaking me out. Yeah, every single person got better looking as a woman except for Archie Flowers. <laughs> That's unfortunate, bud. Um, you know, it's sad, man. The Archie thing's sad because I used to really like Archie. No. He, I never, he knew, like, I never knew anything about him. <laughs> Dave broke him, man. Dave really fucking broke him. <laughs> He used to be really cool, and then Dave just fucking destroyed his entire life. And now all he can think about his head, he wakes up in the morning, it's like Dave Smith, Fuentes, Joshua Smith. Like that's it. That's all he can do. Like he can't figure what, can. what I love is my April Fool's prank. He didn't react at all. And you know, I twenty five thousand people watched that video that I made. Oh, and wow. he didn't say a word. So you know he saw it. He oh, didn't you block me. He didn't yeah. say anything. But what was beautiful? I was hoping that I would get him with the misspelling of his name, flowers instead of flower. But there was right. nothing in there that that got him. So I mean, hey, kudos to him. Kudos. Yeah. I, 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 it sucks, man. I like. I really liked Archie. Archie was like really philosophically consistent and like like was a really cool guy and then something happened man it just broke him and now he's like on this weird sjw like i'm gonna attack anybody that does anything i don't like like bro shut the fuck up and go back to do you're the chair of a state party what's wrong with you <laughs> he won't be he won't be for long though yeah how about this how about this girl oh damn bob murphy killing it <laughs> bob is sexy bob, bob bob is another one it, you being becoming a woman yeah. helped bob out a lot for sure <laughs> the the curly hair that sprouted from his bald head is just yeah that's it's pretty wonder. hilarious yeah yeah bob, bob, <laughs> she, bob's like a solid seven she reminds me of every girl i went to school with who was going for nursing <laughs> yeah it's definitely definitely lost the economics feel there bob yeah <laughs> what's bad about this is anyone who's listening to this I, I just realized stop listening and go to our youtube and watch this or on odyssey because you're missing this <laughs> you're missing the whole visual aspect this is visual so so yeah. stop listening go to youtube okay yeah. all right at least for this who's portion next? how about this how about this girl Malice looks like sh- like he just did the walk of shame after like a long three day <laughs> bender of drinking, and like like woke up in a in a bed with some guy that he didn't know, and was like, oh, I'm gonna go do a podcast now. That's what that looks like right now, like the hair and everything. But she he's still like a so- solid eight. 
Good job, Mike. <laughs> well, all those Eastern European chicks are like super hot. They're like off the charts. That hot. is so, that is true. Until they hit, true. Until they hit like fifty five, and then they become babushkas. What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then after Malice, we have your nemesis. Ugh. God, why does he look so good as a woman? That's unfortunate. <laughs> Fucking Nick's dank wark, dude. Hate this like he like he missed his calling. Like he yeah. probably should have been a woman. Yeah, he he was supposed yeah. to be a woman. It makes sense now. <laughs> Dave Dave actually called him a fucking woman once, and that was hilarious. <laughs> it might have been the funniest thing Dave's ever said, to be honest with you. Oh, I said I man. wouldn't bully him oh, anymore, but I didn't say I wouldn't laugh at other people bullying him. I am never gonna live a life where I don't bully Nick Sarwark. So everyone can just get used to that shit. <laughs> So you'd put uh, this in the hate bang category. Nick's, Nick's, I mean, Nick is like a solid eight or nine as a woman, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think, I think that the next one is probably the second sexiest woman on the list, period. Um, who that? Jesus. It's because of the <laughs> eyes. Okay. I got a good smile on eyes. That's what it is. <laughs> this is pre beard. This, this picture is pre beard too, by the way. So, <laughs> wow. Well, they got she the looks- hair pretty solid though. Yeah, presidential. I do like yeah. the pantsuit. It looks good. That's a I do think suit. though. I do think though that female you is a lesbian. Yeah, it definitely looks like an oh, MMA yeah. fighter too. Probably. <laughs> I get some big Rosario Dawson vibes off of this, and Beautiful as we eyes, know, she, she served as uh, Cory Booker's beard for a while, and then after that, decided I don't think I'm going to be with men for a while. <laughs> so. That's uh, um. Yeah, I mean, that's like a, at least a solid 15. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. And, and here's the last one. I didn't do one of myself. I should have, but yeah, I didn't. I'm an idiot. Um, but, well, I have one that I could pull up, but maybe we'll do that in a second. But the hottest on this list, the one that could crush your body, soul, and pelvis all at once. Wow. Oh, my God. God. I'm telling you. Amy Schumer. It does. It looks like it's Amy Schumer in in ten years, right there. That's what she's gonna look like. Exactly what it is. Just, oh, just man. With far more strength. I need. Uh, I can't rate this one until I see it uh, start making ape arms and screaming that the frogs are gay. <laughs> It'd be he, hard drank, to rate. he drank the water. Yeah. That's oh, he definitely. Drank. Yeah. Someone fed. Someone fed him the water. Damn it, Alexis Jones. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, Alexis <laughs> Jones is a solid, uh, better than Richie. We'll just call it that. We'll just leave it. <laughs> well, that's all that I have in that vein. I can find mine if you really want it. But well, of course, uh, we really want it. I didn't. That was a fun installment of Does She Get the D? I think that should be a regular feature of our podcast. Wow. <laughs> Where we make the guests very uncomfortable. <laughs> can you uh can you can you send me the 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 picture of girl me cuz I'm going to use that on a burner account to like farm fans for my page. Do it. It works. <laughs> it gets you so many followers. Yeah. I know. Where is it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull mine up when I when I find it. It's funny because I can't do my face. Mine's very hard to do because of the beard. The beard, yeah. Because, yeah, it, I mean, you literally... Got, you have pictures of me pre-beard. That's why it was easier for me. Can well, you, I, like, I had one with the beard. And, well, see, that's the thing. Mine, 
extends my face a little too much. And so mm-hmm. it pretends that and if I don't well, trim my beard. Yeah, you have the big this, mustache too. The like hangs on This the is way not over. seen as like face. And so yeah. it's like a tiny toddler head above my beard. It's disturbing. Right. <laughs> so I have to go back to like 2013, the last time I shaved my face to to make these. Yeah, I can't let my mustache get long. I start eating it and it like freaks me out. It makes me want to shave my whole beard. So that's why I'm like and the last time I shaved my beard, uh Julia and I broke up for three weeks. So Oh no. <laughs> Never shaving it again. <laughs> I have to warn my husband not to shave his beard. Yeah, that's it's it's, it's just shocking, you know. <laughs> my wife would kill me if I shaved. Like yeah. for real. I would not have a wife or children anymore if I shaved well, my beard. Well, we face. don't we don't want to date women. We want to date men, and men yeah. have beards. <laughs> Oof, that sounds misogynist. Does it? Yeah, you're obviously <laughs> it can't be misogynist. you're obviously you're simping for the patriarchy right now. Yeah, well, it's got oh. its benefits. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> who, who would have thought that women and men have uh, you know different things that uh, complement each other? Oh my god, this is yeah. horrible, horrible. <laughs> my mom, no, my I'm wife not just pretend I me. don't. Wait, go ahead. My wife just texted me asking me what I'm doing in here. She might kill me. So <laughs> we're raiding women. We, <laughs> we are. That is true. Yeah. I got these new I got these new track lights today and I was like trying to figure out which one looks better. What do you guys think? Red. Do you see this? Can you see mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, green. I like the turquoise. Yeah. It's green. Blue. Thanks for doing this with me, guys. I appreciate it. The green is more eye catching. <laughs> The green is eye-catching. Yellow. What's that? What's that color? Cyan. It's got cyan. That's kind of cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I like the, I think the green or the cyan are the most standout. Huh. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Well, initially my set was going to be red, white, and blue. That's what, that was the whole goal. And so I did like the red RGB lights and the blue RGB lights. And then I had like white behind me, but. I love this poster with, is that Ron Paul? It is, yeah. It says the fight That's has just awesome. begun. Yeah. yeah. Says he's rolling up, up his sleeve, getting yeah. ready to get tough, or he's getting ready to make cookies. We don't know which Yeah, you never know. Or become a woman yeah. and, and be the most beautiful woman on earth, you know, <laughs> next to Julia, my beautiful Italian fiance. <laughs> yeah, I know. When, when I posted that on Twitter, I was so looking forward to somebody being like, that's shitty. Don't do that. Don't judge women on their looks. And I wanted to be like, come on guys get with it and but nobody got mad about it like the people we hang out with are too cool i guess yeah we got uh, liberty twitter's the most part pretty fucking cool yeah for the most part for the most part there's some really (laughs) shitty blue pilled liberty people that that you know i i i really question whether or not they're actually libertarians and um it, they are just fucking annoying, annoying. Now I've started blocking them recently. I, I look, I hit sixteen, almost sixteen thousand followers. I figured it was time. Jeez, is that you? This is this is me as a woman. Hey, you look underage. Right, yeah, you definitely look young, but you're doing all right. Those big eyes. That's these big, big old eyes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to tell her. Laughing. I want to tell her to get back in the house. <laughs> like, go home, young lady. Go to bed. Get That's in right. your bed. That's right. <laughs> I do look like my sister in that. That's what's the weird part. Oh. Is I, I well, a, maybe a prettier version, but you know, don't tell her I said that. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> you're in trouble so, now. I know. 
what, what so we, what were we talking about before we actually went live that I was like we should talk about this because well, we're gonna L- talk about the go ahead yeah I'm not an LP guy but you are an LP guy yeah and uh you're you're in a very interesting place and with some very low testosterone people attacking you all the time. What the fuck is that like? <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know, I, it's funny because you'd think that I'd spend all my time dealing with this shit, but I really don't. I mean, I got seven kids. I work 12-hour shifts. I do the show. Uh, it's it Literally, it's like my bathroom time, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm like yeah. at work. and or, and or uh, But it's... it's uh, I mean, it's it's funny to me. At a lot, a lot of times, it's really funny to me because, um, you know, there's these there's these fucking people who have done nothing in this movement whatsoever. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. fucking nothing, and they're attacking me for personal shit that literally has no bearing on the work that I've done for the liberty movement. You know what I mean? Um, and and the and the the part about it is is that like ninety eight point five. Look, less of what they say is true about me than uh the you know amount of people who survive covid let's just put it that way you know what i mean like <laughs> it's it's fucking it, it, it literally at this point 90 percent of the shit is completely made up the other 9.98 percent is half truths you know what i mean like sure i right. have some fucking arrears and child support dude do you know anything about family court do you know anything about how this shit works? It, millions of men in America deal with this shit every day. It's I'm not the first one to deal with it. You know what I mean? Uh, did my daughter not live with me? Sure. She didn't live with me. Now I have full fucking custody of her. Now I have her, my granddaughter with me. Now I have her two younger siblings that aren't even mine biologically that I kept from going to, to foster care. Uh, you know, these people, they just say whatever they can to try and to try and hurt people. And, it doesn't really it it doesn't really hurt me, you know what I mean? Like I'm not really hurt by it, but I had, I am worried about the things they're saying, like hurting my actual life, like my actual job, right. my actual right. relationships. It's not just some fucking Twitter beef, you know what I mean? Like you guys are saying yeah. shit that that could affect my livelihood, how I take care of these children. Um, so it, there's one of two things is going to happen: either a uh, I, at some point I'm going to get fed up with it and we're going to take it to a fucking courtroom, and you're going to either get shut the fuck up or you're going to pay me a ton of money or B mm-hmm. I, I'm going to see you in public. You know what I mean? And, right. and, and then you start putting, I dare you start putting your fucking finger in my face. Like dare you, you know what I mean? But then we had this yeah. one fat guy who called me out and said he wanted to have a fight with me. Um, he's like, he started off with men posting their L's, right? He's like, he's like, listen, I'm a morbidly obese, uh, 50% disabled veteran who hasn't seen the inside of a gym in 10 years and has a broken foot and I'll come to I'll come to Iowa and fight you and I'm like all right dude um come shit on. Uh- uh well no i was like i was like well i'm not gonna have this fucking guy who is a husband of someone who's been making all this shit up about me for fucking years right come to my backyard and fight me in my backyard get beat up and then call the police right like because that's what's gonna happen i'm not fucking stupid um so i'm like all right well you know i fucking do mma i've been doing mma for 10 years i wrestled for 14 years prior to that okay well i i know a couple people that own some gyms here let me get a fucking uh, uh, something set up, set up where you have to sign a fucking contract that, uh, you know, the, the, if I die here, I can't sue anybody contract. Right. Right. And then, and then we'll do it. And so, um, you know, I, I hit up one gym and the, and the gym's like, oh, we're absolutely not going to do that. And then, um, the gym that my fiance's brother, uh, trains at and, and is actually a coach at they're, they're talking about maybe letting it happen. So, um, 
so we're gonna we're gonna do it it's gonna do it but then he's like well you didn't give me an address you you ghosted me you did this and that and this and that and i'm like nah dude I'm, I'm gonna get you an address bro i'm not afraid to fight you man like i i did this shit as a sport for for 10 years you know what i mean yeah so um so well, and that's, uh, yeah that's what's know. funny i kind of like tangential tangentially knew of you a couple of years ago yeah and i saw something blow up um, that people were saying that you did this horrible thing to this person. And it was so funny because I didn't know you, but right. I did know the other person. The and perpetual I was like, victim. I was like, that's a crazy bitch. I don't believe yeah. a word of this. That's the perpetual so, victim. I have, I have to let you know the first time, really one of the first times I actually heard of you, I was like, well, I'm on his side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, dude. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate because, it. Yeah. Because, because I knew. <laughs> well, let's just, Do you know let's that? just put, we can put it out in the open, dude. Risa, Risa Willis is an absolute fucking professional victim uh, who has to have everybody feel bad for her every fucking day or her life has no meaning. That's literally what it is. And I mm -hmm. didn't know this at the time, but I started dating her at, while I was going through a breakup and traveling around the country for the national convention or for, for national chairman. Um, and I had actually been dating her for about a month before I was on the bus with Adam Kokesh. And Adam Kokesh was like, uh, you're not dating Risa Willis, are you? dude no no you know and uh and i still you know i was like oh no it's cool we're good you know and i found out real quick that what he was talking about i mean she's she's one of these people that if you don't you know if you're not gonna fucking stand for her all the fucking time and you guys like date and then break up she's gonna try and ruin your life and that's what she did to me uh she tried to go around and tell everyone that i beat her up dude i got a fucking ride to a hotel from a police officer that night in dallas texas i'm telling you if i had put my hands on this woman I would have been in the back of that cop car going to jail. It's Texas, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, and and so she went around telling it, uh, all kinds of fucking tall tales about me trying to get sympathy and this and that. And and I don't give a shit. Like I'll I'll say it all out in the open. I'll say exactly what fucking happened. In fact, I'm talking I'm thinking about making an entire video on all the people in this movement that have been trashing me and my family for the last not uh, four fucking years. Um, yeah, uh, but she's, she's definitely at the top of that list, man, you know, and, and there was a time when we had tried to bury the hatchet and I was like, look, I, I'm sorry. Things went down the way they did. Uh, you know, best of luck to you going, going forward in the future. I don't mind working with you, whatever. Everything's good. I thought it was squashed. Then I saw her talking shit about me in a bunch of different rooms and I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. You know? So I dropped a bunch of screenshots cause I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that game. Like I did the same thing yeah. when, uh, Angela Fisher Owens, another extremely crazy bitch. Um, started trying to like run this me too shit on me back in fucking 2017 i dropped an old an entire article of screenshots and that was where this all stemmed from you know what i mean i pissed all yeah. these people off so bad because i i don't i keep screenshots of everything because i know better yeah. you know what i mean you should so yeah so i i don't know man it was the, the whole thing's crazy it's just it's just a bunch of little sad people that that have done fucking nothing in this movement whatsoever that want to hate on me because i have built a platform and i have you know promoted liberty in this country and i got endorsed by ron paul last year and i you know i got to keynote a ballroom behind ron paul and i you know i've gotten to go to 40 states and speak in front of thousands of people and what are they doing what are they doing nothing they're doing nothing and and they hate it so what if that's the intent, though? The intent is to do nothing and you're doing something. So you're being technically antithetical to whatever their purpose is, which is yeah. to do nothing. Right. Well, and that's, you know, work for the CIA. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we, we can have that whole conversation on Nick Sarwark. <laughs> how I believe, you know, when that shit came out about when that shit came out about Sarwark, Nick was like, uh, 
you know, they were like, oh, Starworks, a, you know, some kind of CIA plan or something. I'm like, ah, no, I don't know. Look, I don't like Nick, but I'm not going to f- play into this shit. That, that list came out, though, from WikiLeaks. OK, WikiLeaks yeah. doesn't just put shit out. They vet shit before they put it out. Right. Um, and this is a, a high list uh, or a list of of high paid uh, operatives for, from a from a military industrial complex. Uh, um, what was the name of the fucking company? I can't remember right now, but uh, yeah. so they so this is supposed to be a list of like high up operatives and Nick Starworks address and name are on there. OK, and yeah. Nick, Nick explained it away as, oh, well, my brother in law got me a fucking year long uh, uh, subscription to their magazine for Christmas one year. And I'm going, <laughs> you know, at first I was Bullshit. like, all right, cool, whatever, dude. Yeah, cool. And then I started thinking about it, I'm like, why the fuck would anybody get the chair of the National Libertarian Party? a year-long subscription to this fucking military industrial complex contract company right and then i started thinking about it and I'm, and and you know what tom wood said about it you know whether he is a cia operative or not if he was would he be would he be able to be doing a better job than what he's doing now and it's like no i mean he literally goes against all the shit that the liberty movement wants to see you know and uh so i i don't i didn't i didn't like I didn't fall into it, but now I'm 100% convinced that he's from, he's, he's either paid by or from an agency. And the funny thing is he actually, you know, when he first got his start in the, in the party, he was in Maryland. Right. And, and, you know, this is where the the NSA, (laughs) the NSA is there, you know, all this shit's there. And, and, and he became, he became the, I believe the vice chair. He was either the chair or the vice chair of the Maryland party. That was how he worked his way up. And then he, and then he moved to Colorado, became either the vice chair or the chair of Colorado state, then moved to Arizona, then started running for chairman of the national party. And it was like, and now he's in New Hampshire where the free state project is. And it's like, you know, you're doing a lot of fucking moving around for a guy with five kids, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you started in Maryland and, and you have a really shitty, uh, uh, explanation for why your name was on that list. You know what? I think you are a fucking uh, an alphabet boy at this point. You know what I mean? And I didn't before. Well, and so. well, that's that's the thing. Like I I haven't spent um, a lot of time in the LP outside of being around some of the state parties. And like I said, there are some people there that I didn't want to hang out with at all. They smelled really fucking weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, but th- that was that's one of those things. Is I've that's kind of the question I've asked is if the CIA wanted to take potential radicals, potential people who could go after freedom and affect liberty in the country, how would they do it? And my answer is they would create a holding tank to move radicals out of act, you know, actuality, reality, action, and put them into a fake political party <laughs> and have mm-hmm. them run their, run their wheels and not do anything but feel like they are. And so sure. that's, that, that's been kind of my thing, is if the CIA was to design something like that, up until some of the Mises stuff that's gone on, I would absolutely describe the LP like that. Sure. That that's just well, I don't think it was just trap. so I wouldn't describe the LP like that, but I will describe there's so if you talk to some of the founders of the LP or people who've been around since close to the founding of the LP, at least since 1971 or, or right around the 70s, um, you know, well, I, I think it was co-opted rather than. Well, there was well, there were several people who will way. tell you from from back then that are, are that, you know, they'll take the long drag of their cigarette. <sighs> For every five people you meet in the Libertarian Party, one of them's from either the old parties or an alphabet agency. You know what I mean? Like, and and like, yeah. it, it makes sense. Like, it really does. Like, you know, and 
Um, of course they want to stop it, but that's why I appreciate the Mises caucus because I know the fucking Mises caucus is not working for the FBI. You know what I mean? Right. Um, well, that's, and, and that's the other thing is like, like so I, I'm a, when I'm, I don't really use the word agorist. That's not really, cause I don't do a lot of the label shit. I'm an sure, anarchist. Sure. So, I mean, that's just, I don't really need all the rest of the descriptors and hyphens and all that. Um, but I don't do the political action thing anymore. I'm very much focused on my life and my friends' lives and creating freedom in my own life. That's just kind of where I am. So like political action is Ryan. <laughs> so political action is I'm not that fat, Ryan. Come on. Um, <laughs> um, but that's that's my take on things. And so I'm not at all interested in the political apparatus but what's interesting to me is um i really appreciate so many of the people in the mises caucus but at the same time i i look back at uh the the 1988 ron paul run for president and rothbard working with him and then shortly after that they both ditched the lp and moved on and so i guess one of my questions for people who were still into the lp who think that this is a way forward um do you think that Dr. Paul and Rothbard were wrong when they left? Or do you think, like, do you think that this is the strategy or do you think that Dr. Paul going into the Republican party and hitting the bigger audience is, well, I think, the, I think the Republican worth- party in 1988 was a much different party. You know, um, I, you know, the Republican party now is, is the, almost indistinguishable from the democratic party. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you, it, I yeah. mean, really, they are the same party at this point. They they find bipartisan support for every bad bill that, that that wants to be passed. They don't give a shit about freedom. They don't give a shit about small government. They don't give a shit about conservatism, the two A, the 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 Bill of Rights. None of it. It's all gone. So, um, and that has been a slow evolution since the eighties. I mean, maybe maybe even before really. Um, Reagan yeah. wasn't it, Reagan. Reagan was obviously better than the cult of Trump but not much better. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he was, he was the, the automatic weapons ban guy. You know, he was the one yeah. that the, the first real Republican that started making attacks on the two way, you know? Yeah. Um, no, he, and Reagan went from like hero to what the fuck I could have had a, had a machine gun. Yeah, exactly. Ronald Reagan. Fuck you. Yeah, Ronald exactly. Reagan. <laughs> I know. Right. And so, um, so I think, I think at this point we need an, we need, um, we need a we need a party that's going to be different than the two old parties and i think that the libertarian party is ripe for that we have ballot access in 48 states dude you know what i mean we have the well, opportunity I, I guess, to, to be a political party but we have we have spent we just spent six years under the fucking uh, party of Nick Sarwark and Gary Johnson and right. Bill Weld. Okay. Uh, in 2004, we had, Gary, we had uh Badnarik, Michael Badnarik, who was very radical presidential candidate, uh, wouldn't even get a driver's license. Uh, in 2000, yeah. we had Harry Brown. And when Harry Brown was the presidential candidate for the libertarian party, the party, uh, quadrupled in size it was the largest party membership ever of all time it was over thirty thousand party members they were doing really good um you know we lost sight of the harry brown libertarian party after 2001 i mean september 11 2001 
Everyone took off from the party because they were like, well, now we've been attacked on our soil. We're going to war. George Bush was really good at drumming up support for fucking wars. The Bush family in general was really good at drumming mm-hmm. up support for the wars. And so um, it really kind of set the party back. And I think in 2006, during the Portland massacre, there was probably some some kind of governmental agencies involved in that um, to try and completely disband the party. And uh, mm-hmm. it's it started kind of slowly working its way back up. But I think with some influence from some some other place but i see the mises caucus as kind of this this guiding light saving savior for the for the libertarian party because these are fucking radical libertarians that do not give a shit what these blue pills want from 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 this party they are going to take over they're taking over their their local parties they're taking over their their state parties and they're taking over the national party and nobody in this party can stop them because they have the numbers they have the drive and I believe that once this party is a party that actually represents libertarian values on the national stage, that it will be a fighting force in this country. I mean, you know, over the last four years, we started winning state legislator seats. You know, it's the first time since the 70s, you know. And so um, I think I think that is showing it can be a force. I don't think it's you know, I don't think right now it's the number one vehicle for political action in this country. Uh, you know, obviously we're, we're up against the political and financial juggernauts of the Republicans and Democrats. But I think in the next 10 years, 20 years, I think this party will be the biggest, you know, third, I mean the biggest uh, uh, opposition to the Republicans and Democrats for sure. Like an actual mm-hmm. opposition. Politically. There was, there was, there was one person I was talking to at one, per, one point who, so here's my question about the Mises caucus. What is the goal? Because is it taking over the state or is it um, is it to influence and teach? Because I've heard different people say different things. Probably one of the one of the best. Um, what's the word arguments for it that I've heard was that it was to tear down the Libertarian Party. And I was like, hey, no, I can get behind that. <laughs> It's because I'm very anti-political. But so the, so and I think that that is kind of one of my background issues is i don't want to be a part of the state at all like i don't i don't want to have my hands in it and that's one of those things that took a long time for me to do um but this was my question was i you know like i said dr paul left rothbard left um and they chose to coalition with the republicans at that time and i do see though bishop's point about the desantis's of the world right now, the people who were Trump people and who now no longer have um, the leadership and the populism that they were following previously. And I think that there is with the lockdowns, the vaccine passports with the masks and all of that, that there is a very willing, there are a lot of people who really want to revolt, who really want to fight back. And insurrection yeah in florida well not not those nerds they didn't even bring guns what kind of bitch ass insurrection doesn't bring guns <laughs> um but th- I, I do think that there are i mean i'm in florida there are a lot of people that i run into all the time who like if you walk through sam's club and this i don't is, wear this mask. is impossible first of all everyone in florida is dead from covid so <laughs> but that's what's funny I, I walk i walk through sam's i don't have a mask on I can, it it would take me, I would have to take off my shoes at this point to count the amount of people that I've walked past without a mask who have then had that realization, I can take this off and then remove their mask. Like it's, it's gotten maybe 
past my toes. Like it's, it's 20 plus people at this point. And so I think that there is a, like, if you're going to do the political action, is there any room in the Mises caucus and the way they're working? Cause I know they're focused on the LP and taking over the LP, but is there any working and coalitioning with people that are disaffected Republicans and disaffected Trumpites at this point? I mean, I mean, there's no, you know, they'll work with anybody, you know, but, but the, the, the political party focuses the libertarian party because it is the only party that wants, uh, you know, freedom for everybody. You know, DeSantis has done, DeSantis has done some great things. Like, don't get me wrong, but you guys are still locking people in prison for fucking pot. You know what I mean? Same here in Iowa. We, you know, we have, we have uh, a, a governor who's been really, really pretty calm compared to probably in the top 10 governors uh, during this, this COVID shit. Um, but they're still throwing people in prison for fucking simple possession of CBD here, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and, 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 and I, yeah, I, I totally understand that. I think though, the, the reason I'm asking this is because not only are there people who are fed up with the authoritarian lockdowns and all the stuff we've had over the last year, but there, I know people who were like thin blue line, always stand behind police who right now will no longer stand behind police. Good. And so I'm just wondering if there, if there is, if there's any, cause I like, I, I'm not a political person. And so this is me just asking, cause I, I see those points. I see your points. How, is there any way to kind of mix those together and affect the Republicans in a, because a lot of times when people talk about the libertarian party as a force for Liberty, it's a conversation about like spoiler voting and kind of forcing the hands of the Republicans or forcing the hands of the Democrats to go in a specific direction. And I'm wondering right now with the discontent that we all see, is there any, is there any outreach or any ideas for hitting those people right now? Because I feel like the vaccine passport thing in particular, that's, I'm so happy with DeSantis right now for leading and saying, fuck that. We're not doing it in Florida. That's sure. great. Yeah, he's there's some other bullshit that's going on. But is there anyone and honestly I would love to to help m- with the messaging with this um but talking to those disaffected Republicans and those pissed off people who no longer want to wear four masks on their face every time they well, go out. I, I think the Mises caucus is doing that. I mean, you know, and and I think there's great people like Tho Bishop. I I support Tho Bishop's mission. Like he you know, I, I told him we've had this conversation because I'm trying I'm going to have him on my show. And uh, and, you know, he he said he's of the idea that people like me are too good for the Libertarian Party. I don't disagree I, with. I don't I, I don't <laughs> I don't disagree with, though. OK, but I okay. do have a, I have a fucking mission still. And I believe that once the party is uh, is what it's supposed to be, it will be a party that everyone can be proud to be a, a member of. That is what I'm doing. <clears throat> I don't believe that it's a party, you know, and, and don't get me fucking wrong. There's I I'm telling everybody I'm gray pilled as shit on the Libertarian Party at this point. OK, I still have hope. I'm still optimistic, uh, but, but I don't I'm know the great very, I'm very skeptical. Oh, well, that, oh, you're, I, I made that up. Sure black, yeah, black, and, sure white. black and white for sure. I got you. Um, <laughs> it's that's kind of where I'm at, right? Like I, I, I'm optimistic and skeptical of of the ends mm-hmm. of the Libertarian Party. But as long as I see the Mises Caucus working as hard as they are, I'm going to be optimistic about the Libertarian Party. The second they walk away, I'm done. I'm done. I'm. I really want to be able to hope and get on board with this train. Like, there's a huge part of me that wants to just be really gung-ho for this 
But I came to this entire like Liberty universe only maybe two and a half years ago, three years ago. So I don't have like a back. I'm not a conservative. My background's not conservative. I was like a raging social justice warrior before I came to the Liberty movement. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie Sanders supporter, all that stuff. So like I had a pretty big turn over listening to people like Tom Woods to Dave Smith who essentially convinced me that the political means was not the way to accomplish goals. And so now I see these very same people turning around and saying, hey, we're going to try and use the political means. And I don't know that like betrayed is the right word, but I'm confused. Sure, sure. And I feel like, why are we suddenly saying that the political means is something to do? Shouldn't we be focusing on creating alternative markets? Because wasn't that like, these are the very people who convinced me of these ideas in the first place. Sure. So I just, you know, I'm like, it's, it's, it's hard for me. It's like, hey, I really want to be a team player. I want to get on board. I really want to hope that we could all get out there and have maybe some like amazing Ron Paul moment that reaches out to everybody in the country and, you know, turns things for the better. But like, these are the same people that hammered it home for me right. that you can't change things that way. But so like, just, can you I mean, help me? Yeah, because you just said it. I mean, you really did. You really answered and you answered it right there. We want to have another Ron Paul moment. Okay. That's, I mean, that's what this is all about. We're not going to win the presidency. I don't think Tom and Dave think we're going to win the presidency in 2024. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it is, but if, and, and I, and I talked to Tom about this privately and on his show. Um, when the, the majority of people in this country think about the word libertarian, they think about the libertarian party. Okay. They don't think about um, the Mises. They don't think about the Mises Institute. They don't think about Cato. They don't think about <laughs> Tho Bishop and Tom Woods and Dave Smith. And I mean, these aren't the people they think about when they hear the word Libertarian Party. So if we have to have uh, normies thinking about libertarianism in this country, it should be a Libertarian Party that exudes libertarian principles. It <laughs> is a gigantic organization it's much bigger than, you know, some of these think tanks, including things like Cato, Cato and stuff, right? Right. Why not fill it with actual libertarians, right? Mm-hmm. Fill it with yeah. a- a- absolute, unapologetic, radical libertarians, get on the national stage and educate normies on what libertarianism really is. Look at it as a giant think tank, Right. Because I was a I was a non voting anarchist too. Trust me. Right, right. Trust me. I'm an anarcho capitalist. I read Murray Rothbard back in like 2009, and I hated the whole fucking system. Okay, but we have an opportunity to take this party away from the bow tie nerds that have been ruining <laughs> libertarianism in this country for uh, the, the, the decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and get people that do need to be red pilled on the police state on the warfare state, on, you know, the, the, the welfare state, on all these things that, that are going on in this country, all this terrible shit that's hurting right. their own interests. Now we get to do it on the political stage nationally. So whether that you don't have to vote, you know what I mean? Like no one's asking you to go fucking vote. No one's asking you to go and give a bunch of money to the Libertarian Party, but support it, this mission in any way you can. And yes, still use counter economics. Like, fuck yeah. yes. Do that. Make your own, you know, little economies where you can. Do as much shit to push back on the state as you can. 
I just had a I just had a debate with Larkin Rose on this exact issue. I don't know if it, you guys saw it. It was for Anarcho Capital or Anarcho Poco. It. it was like a two hour debate. Um, yeah. And and I told him I said, look, dude, it's a fucking another tool in the toolbox. It's not. You know what I mean? Like we're not we're not legitimizing the system by being a part of the Libertarian Party. We're not part of the fucking system. You know what I mean? Like sure, the, the sure. Libertarian Party. <laughs> That's true. You know, we have we have like two hundred and fifty offices that are local and county offices around the country, and two state legislators. We're not a part of the system. We're we're then and the bylaw for the Libertarian Party is twofold. One, win elections. Of course, any political party wants to win elections, and the other part is to be an educational outlet for libertarian ideals. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm, built mm-hmm. into our platform, into our bylaws. Okay. So when I came to terms with it was I can't be a part of the Republican Party. I can't do it. I was a neocon. Uh, I went to war. I saw what these politicians support firsthand, and I'll never mm-hmm. support that party again. There's no you couldn't you'd have to murder me and then bring my dead body to vote for a Democrat. OK, <laughs> which I'm sure they do if they could. Um, and and uh and and so here here's where I'm at. It's I of course I'm going to focus on my family. Um, that's why I dropped out of the chair race this year. I was going to run for chair again. Of course I'm going to focus on my family and and my kids and making a better life for them. But if I have a little bit of time, I'm gonna I'm gonna support this group of people who are trying to make life better for me and my neighbors. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and, and if they're going to do it politically, fucking good. I don't care. You know, if you're going to if I got a neighbor down the street, that's like, hey, man, uh, I'm starting this agorist network uh, around our backyards and shit. Right. Um, yeah, then good. Like, I'm going to support anybody doing anything to, to bring more liberty in this country. And I just see it as another tool in the toolbox. You know, okay. they, they were calling me in that debate, Joshua Toolbox Smith, because that's all it is to me. It's if you're a mechanic, you have a horrible problem. Right. Um, and, and you have a toolbox and you have four tools in there and you have to use all four tools to, to get the, the problem fixed, but you leave one tool out, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? So Bitcoin counter economics, uh, uh, straight up, like just resisting, uh, you know, anything you can do. And then also if you have an opportunity to put a little time into the political aspect, then, then why not? You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like it's gonna. It's not gonna gonna make you a bad person. And, and if you guys have ever read Lysander Spooner, who made a case for voting in in self defense, you know what I mean. That's how I look at it. Right. You know, I'm I'm always gonna go vote on whatever measures are coming up that are gonna harm me in my 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 pocketbook, right? And yeah, I said pocketbook. I'm I'm only 38 though. Um, <laughs> and uh, you have so the words in the pocketbook though, right? Yeah, well, there's a couple of like old Werthers from like 1974 or something there, but um. And so I'm going to vote on those measures. But if I see a candidate who's legitimately like, yo, I'm going to lo- I'm going to, re- you know, lower your taxes. I'm going to push back on wars, like especially like a federal candidate running for Congress, it, you know, like somebody that might be on the show might do soon. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put put a bill forth every year to, to, to roll back to end these wars. I'm going to uh, try to audit the Fed. If I see someone doing that, I'm going to vote for him because that's in my best interest. That's in my family's best interest, you know. Mm-hmm. Is that legitimizing the system? Sure, I guess, whatever. You know what I mean? But let me tell you, 98% of the people in this country are already legitimizing the system. And it's going to yeah. continue to be tyrannical. It's going to continue to put its boot on on your neck until we fucking do something. And, and you know, I, I, like, I like the counter-economics argument. I think it's a great argument. But it's not helping me. You know what I mean? So, right. Well, and there, I think that that's were, the... the 
I was just gonna say, I think that that's, that's the thing. I'm, I don't make an argument about voting out of whether or not it legitimizes the state. Sure. My thing is, I just don't want to be a part of it. Sure. Like I, I feel if, if, if I wanted to evoke Jordan Peterson, I truly feel at this point in my life, I need to clean my room. Sure. You know, sure. I need to make my bed. I need to take care of my family. And then from, from there, I want, I do, I do like leading from example. I do want to move that outside of my direct circle. But right now, I'm trying to make my family as free as I can make it because sure. I do feel like freedom is something you have to practice. And um, you should. And so, should. And so just, just so you know, I'm not saying that you're legitimizing the system by voting. I just wanted to get that out there. Well, that's, that's good to hear because that's, <laughs> that's what I always hear. You're legitimizing the system. I'm like, dude, I, uh, no, I don't think so, man. But um, I, I also what? support that. That like, Look, I, I have nothing but love for my anarchist brothers and sisters who want to just opt the fuck out. Like, I love you guys. I think you should do whatever you think is right for your family first. So I, what it sounds to me like you're saying, and just to make sure I'm getting it clearly is there's always the multi-pronged approach. You. <laughs> no. So what you're saying is you're a racist. I'm like, what? No, no. I'm legitimately asking with a question mark at the end, not suggesting that you're saying a thing, but are you saying this, that, there is the multi-pronged approach. Some of us will work on an alternative market. Some of us will work on the political system. Um, one person can't necessarily devote themselves to all these different things. And so we do need to sort of like have um, not, not the cohesion that you would typically see in an ideological party, like a Republican party or a Democrat party. We don't need to all be in the boat doing the exact same motions at the same time. We can delineate uh, who will, you know, if, if I am better served not working on the politics, but you are better served working on the politics, then we should support each other in that. Yeah. I mean, and that, we, all, yeah. we all have the same goals. It's the same goal. You know, we want to see more freedom in this country and um, whatever you can do to attain it, do it because it's, it's, you know, we've had, we've had these, these anarchists and, and great scholars, anarcho-capitalist scholars and stuff for, for since, I mean, Carl Manger in 1840, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was born in 1840. Um, and, and, uh, <laughs> and we've just, yourself. yeah, we've just seen the state grow and grow and grow, you know? And so. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to not get into a civil war in this country. You know what I mean? At this point. And that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, it's like the last hope is a civil war and we get closer to violence in this country every day, like mass wide scale violence in this country every day. So if I can use the political system to try and save some of that, I will. If I can use counter economics to try and save some of that, I will. But you know, everybody's got to do what they, they think is right for them and their family first, you know, and that's really what it's about. Well, I was just real quick like that. There um there are governors like you were saying with DeSantis who are pushing back at that level. And that is far more effective than any alternative market I might create, you know, on my own over here, as far as like what any governor that can present that ball work for their people is the first line of defense. The the whole like federalist system is supposed to be (laughs) you know we're supposed to be these individual countries. And so I don't oppose political means in that regard because without it at all, they just run amok. They go as crazy as they want to go with nothing to stop them. So I do see the point in saying, Hey, if I can like wedge my foot in the door a little bit, I should at least try to do that. 
And I can definitely respect that. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to use any means I can. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like if look at it this way. Think of it this way: you're getting attacked by a guy that's four times your size, right? And you know you're not going to fight fair, right? It's it's kind of right. you're going to use any way you can asymmetrical warfare. You're going to scratch, claw, bite, whatever you can do, yeah. and 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 it's just another it's another tool in the arsenal. You know, um, it's going to be it's going to be legitimized no matter what. Right. <laughs> I'm sure you do, Cam. A lot of us do, buddy. Um, but no, and, and I was just going to say, I agree with that. And I, that's the thing, I could not respect Tom Woods or Dave Smith or any of these guys, you, you know, you, several people more. Um, and and that's that's why I'm, I'm asking questions is um, I know that it, it, this is not my, I, I'm not going to say it's not my fight, but it's not my style of fighting. Um, and so I, when, if in October there's a surprise, then I'm going to back that surprise. Um, but I don't know anything. The October surprise. <laughs> How you know about that? Huh? Who knows? Who knows what I'm just, where thoughts I'm come from? There, they just I'm appear. Not there, I'm not saying there is hmm. one. I'm just no, saying. No, no. There are always October surprises. My birthday is in October, and I'm pretty sure I was a surprise. But (laughs) weren't we all, buddy? Weren't we all? (laughs) But um, the reason I ask about the coalitions and the disaffected Republicans and all of this crap isn't to say that we should. I don't want anyone to re-enter the political sphere, and so that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying become a Republican. I'm not saying do this. I'm just wondering uh, how much. So. As an example, I won't say who because I'm, I'm that's not me. That's not how I roll. But oh, say in who. this in this last election cycle, um, there were certain people who were uh, backing um, Jason Hamburglar. Uh, I forgot his name after making the joke. Jacob, Jacob Hornberger. There we go. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I made the joke and then I forgot his name. Um, But no, so Jacob Hornberger was um, talked about a lot and I didn't know anything about him. And I watched a video and I wasn't really like, it wasn't charismatic enough for me to be like super interested. And so I had asked someone in the Mises caucus, so who is he and what's what's the draw? Because I was genuinely asking because it was like I couldn't make it through that one video I watched. I was just like, God, you're boring, dude. I'm sorry. I, I'm sure you're very smart. <laughs> but I just couldn't. I, it didn't hook me. And I that person got really mad at me for asking that question. And so since that point, even though I fully back Tom and you and Dave and all those guys, and if if someone decides to run for president in your circle, then I will very audibly support that. But I did, I did leave with like a, why did I become the enemy for asking a question? And I'm, I'm wondering, uh, I've, I've seen uh, Dave talk about uh, unification in a sense. And so I think that people are turning a corner around that. True. But I was, just, I was just curious about that because that's something that I came across a couple of different, even with uh, Joe Jorgensen. Like I said that I wasn't interested in Joe Jorgensen and I got some pushback. And so I I'm got just, that big time. I, so I'm just curious, like, I understand that there are people that are playing a game and pushing hard and trying to win a battle. But is that something, since you're in that mix, that's being more or less addressed? Because that was that was a huge turnoff for me. 
Yeah, I don't know. The Joe Jorgen thing, Joe Jorgensen thing was really weird because at first um, the caucus was like, you know what, we're going to support Joe. And then a lot of people jumped yeah. on that. And then Joe, Joe's campaign team just kind of became like this terrible fucking like thing. And I'm like, Oh God, this is horrible. You know what I mean? Like the part, like the Mises caucus had already donated at least 500 bucks to her campaign. I think they, you know, they have to, to keep their federal PAC status. And, um, and I'm just going, man, dude, really? Like they kicked all the radicals off her campaign team, and then just their their messaging oh. was horrible and boring. And uh, I had a I had a friend who was at the national convention right after Joe Jorgensen won the nomination, and he was hanging out around um, in the same vicinity as Joe Jorgensen, who was talking to someone. I can't can't tell you who what, who the other person was. Um, cause I don't know, but Joe Jorgen, he had asked her, um, what are you going to do to reach out to people who were Trump voters or who were Republicans in this cycle? And she said, oh no, those people are, we're not going to go after them. They've already made up their minds. Yeah. And so we're not going to, to aim at them. And so when I saw the, uh, anti-racist tweet and the, the black lives matter tweet, I was like, okay. So this makes sense. And yeah, so they went real. They went real lefty, and and it was it was weird. Like, like so, Spike's like one of my favorite people in the world, right? Like, like the like Mises Yeah, well, the Mises um, is the reason that Spike became the vice presidential candidate. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, can I ask? Can I ask you for a favor tomorrow when you talk to Spike? Could you start mm-hmm. the show with your shirt off? Me? No. Yes, no, no. please. No, love you. Come on, man. You, you have you have to admit that that would be just. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure. Good. Nobody wants to see this guy with his shirt off. Trust me, man. So here's the thing: if I, I if I had Spike come body on, than I do. If okay. I had Spike come on, I would take my fat titties out of this shirt in a second for that oh, joke. Man. Oh my god! Fakertarians oh <laughs> already did it, so. I don't know. Who so if we can, if we purpose. can go back to Joe real quick, um, the night that Joe Jorgensen was announced as the presidential candidate, I was doing a live feed with five other women on a ladies of Liberty, uh, broadcast, like a podcast thing that we were doing. And when the news that she was announced as the libertarian candidate hit, it was all over the place. And all five of us were like, who had no idea. All five of the women libertarians. We had, do you know how hard it is to find five actual female libertarians well, and like bring been, them together in a group she, well she was she was harry brown's vice presidential uh candidate right. in 2000 or 96 i can't remember one of the two runs it was like had. i think it was the first one it was in the 90s i believe and uh and i don't know you know i had been working with the party since uh 2015 the first time 2010 then back again in 2015 2016 and I knew nothing about her other than that she had run for with Harry Brown. I don't think she had done much right. with the party uh, prior to that. But um, Jacob really, I think Jacob really um, set himself back with the attack posturing that he had throughout. The I've, camp- I've camp- heard this, campaign. but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see it because I did. He made a, like a six six part series on Justin Amash, and then when Amash dropped out, he started going after Joe, and it was like. You know, it turned it turned That's a lot of people bit, that looks off. Better. Yeah, it turned a lot yeah. of people off. Unfortunately, I think Jacob was a shoe, and had he not done that, honestly, I well, really that, 
Well, so we started asking, the five of us women started asking around on our Twitter, who, who, who is Joe Jorgensen? And instantaneously, these LP people who I had no affiliation with or knew just started jumping down my throat and attacking me and saying, well, if you had paid attention to the last eight months of libertarian debates, you would know all about Joe. Okay, well, excuse me. I just fucking got here. Right. You know, and it completely like I was like, you know what? Screw you. Screw your George Jorgensen, whatever that means. And you can all bite my ass. I ended up <laughs> I ended up voting for uh, Trump because I didn't want. Yeah, because I didn't want there to be like a socialist takeover. And I live in Georgia and I thought. You know, this is it, you know. Um, So I don't know whether my vote was counted or not because they actually took them and put them directly into plastic trash bins right in front of our faces. We weren't even ours were not even fed into the machines. They took the votes and set them into plastic trash bags like right next to us with us (laughs) watching them do it. So later on, it came out that there was all these voting irregularities. And I'm like, that's interesting because I literally had a guy stick my vote in a trash can in front of me. So, yeah. So I don't know that I actually did vote for Trump or not. Um, Not that it worked anyway. Record vote numbers for Joe Biden. Don't forget it. Yeah, that sleepy motherfucker. That sleepy motherfucker. (laughs) He like got so many people to vote for him more than Obama, dude. But I did also have the opportunity to vote for Shane uh, Hazel. Hazel. That's good. That's Shane Hazel. Yeah, that is not a wasted vote. That is not a wasted vote. There, yeah, man. I love Shane. He has some wonderful tweets about what he'd like to do for the gun laws in my state. And I'm very excited about that. So there are aspects of the political means that I I would insert myself into if I had the opportunity. And that issue is one of them. You guys need a Shane Hazel governor so badly. So badly. My God, could you imagine how awesome? I'd move to Georgia. I'd pack the whole family up and move to Georgia right away. It's nice. You'd like Well, it. you know what's funny? Speaking of packing up the family and moving, um, you know, last year, the, the COVID stuff started. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan, who uh, he has a show called Techno Agorist that we do, that we run. And uh, we were, I was living in Pennsylvania in Allentown working with him. And I just got a bad feeling about shit before they did anything. And um, before anyone had a mask on their face. And I was like, oh, hey, by the way, um, I, I was just like airing my concerns. And we talked about, uh, he eventually moved to Florida too, but talking about moving to Florida and I was just like, I, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel comfortable. And he was like, you know, if you want to go ahead and move to Florida, you can. And I moved to Florida at the end of March of last year. Um, the, literally the day that they put the first curfew in, in that city, I didn't heard, know there was going to be a curfew. You heard until, my story, right? I, I may have. I did. I, I was in. Yeah. Ryan yeah. said you can go, you can go if you want, and I was gone in a week. Well, I wasn't like the that. Bay Area. I was in California. <laughs> that would and, um I had a good job, and I was campaigning for chairman of the party. And I had met Julia in Iowa. I was the 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 keynote speaker at the Iowa State Convention, and then she had driven up to Illinois and spent the weekend with me when I was a keynote speaker in Illinois. And uh, I had flown home from Illinois and uh, I had got a headache, right? And I had started kind of feeling a little sick and I worked at, at, for a skilled nursing facility. 
And so mm-hmm. I, I called them and I'm like, Hey, um, I'm, I'm not feeling so hot, you know? And they're like, well, you have to get a COVID test. You can't come back. And at the time they were doing like 500 COVID tests a week in California. And they were getting ready to institute this 24 hour lockdown in San Francisco, right? Where the airport that I use is all the time. Yeah. And I had all these plane tickets for all these state conventions that had just got canceled. And mm-hmm. So um, I flew home from Illinois and then I called Julia because I was already madly in love with this woman. And I called Julia and I'm like, Julia, uh, I'm going to come back out to Iowa and we'll just uh, quarantine for a couple weeks until this shit blows over. Right. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah, do it. Yeah, please do. So I, I got a ticket that day. I, I went back to the airport. I left at 1155. My, my flight left the tarmac at 1155 and they instituted the 24 hour lockdown at midnight. And I Isn't came to Iowa. Be- yeah. Oh Seriously, same, my God. With same, one suitcase. Same thing. Like they had, they did a curfew. Like I was leaving. I was leaving. I was driving out, and I met up with Ryan to to give him the keys so that he could give them to my landlord. And uh, he was, and he'd said something about a curfew that night, and I was like, oh, I didn't know about that. Like everyone thought that I was crazy at that point. Oh, sure. it was so funny because because then you know, like a month two later, when the world's falling apart. People are like, okay, maybe I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see what you did. <laughs> well, I was just going to come quarantine for a couple weeks. Uh, and then, um, and then Julia got pregnant like, at the it. beginning of April. And, uh, I got a really good job here at the beginning of April. And, uh, we built life and we moved into our apartment with like a flat air mattress. There was no power in the apartment yet. We didn't have any water, uh, running in the building. Yet. Yeah. We slept on the floor on a flat air mattress that we couldn't blow up, uh, overnight. And then she got up and went to work and I got up and went to Casey's pizza and had some breakfast pizza. And then that's a whole nother story. But, um, and, uh, and so we literally, I mean, now we have a big four bedroom house with some property and, and, you know, seven kids. And I mean, we did all this in one year. So, uh, yeah. God is good. COVID be damned, you know, it's not going to stop us. Not going to stop us. So. But we're happy. <laughs> well, I always complain about the unplanned pregnancies that didn't happen because of COVID. But right. yeah, so there are some that happened because of it too. So that actually brings me a lot of joy to hear. Yeah, the whole thing. I mean, well, the whole thing was just, it was really, I mean, everything kind of just fell on the line. I wouldn't have been able to get custody of my daughter and her two siblings if it was just me on my own with my bachelor roommate back in California. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it really worked out. And then we, you know, obviously we had Mateo uh, on New Year's Eve and he's an amazing little chunky boy. And um, uh, so, yeah. So, and then the granddaughter. Another thing, another thing is we had our newest chunky girl, December 28th. Oh, so we so added tar brood as well. We're very close, very close, very, very close. Yeah. yeah. A couple days there. <laughs> my, uh, my son is, is gotta be 25 pounds already. I mean, he's just <laughs> massive, massive. He's the biggest kid Big I've fat ever baby. seen. Baby. He's just, he's, I mean, he's, I mean, he's chunky, but he's also like, like two and a half feet tall already. And like, like huge head and stuff. So well, in the old days, it was considered a good thing to have a fat baby. You wanted a you wanted a thick baby. So. Oh yeah, but yeah, I, I still consider we, it good. <laughs> the tax credit was nice. It was perfect. Perfect yes. time. Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, we have of course I you know we had these questions about the Mises Caucus and the LP and all of this political stuff that we I don't really I'm not interested in doing myself and but I want you to know. I support the hell out of you and I respect the hell out of you. And I hope you didn't feel like that was 
undue pushback. I really just hurt curious. my fucking feelings, Cam. Yeah, man. Well, that's the thing, and, and that's and I have had some trepidation with some people due to that. Hey, who is this guy in the anger that I got? So I appreciate you actually talking to me about it. And yeah, man. Yeah. You see, the, you guys see the shit I deal with every day, man. It's real hard to hurt my feelings these days. <laughs> yeah, that shit with Richie. I'm sorry. I'm gonna bring up some Twitter drama, but that shit with Richie was bullshit. And I meant what I said. You just keep keep succeeding so that he has lots of things to complain about because the yes. better you do, the bitchier he gets. And that's just your metric. The more Jesus pissed off Richie Cam, is, the better seriously? you know. I didn't do it. Oh, this isn't me. That's Who Ryan doing this. Oh, that's okay. Ryan. Yeah, this is the behind. <laughs> I've been reading this shit the entire show and I'm just like, I need to cut this part off. Like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, I need to me. You realize you were talking to... Oh, now you put... Holy shit, the entire... Uh, wow. Wow. The entire oh, yeah, Kinsella quote. Nice. Is that what... Is that the copy pasta of yeah. the... Yes. Of yeah. Kinsella, yeah. Oh, God. I was Good trying to, to be encouraging, Ryan. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. <laughs> I gotta go well, here's bed, here's man. the deal we are the mad ones we we love absurdity we love sure. making the absurd one thing that i want to show you that came up on my on my feed while we were talking was so i made the fat the fat dave smith uh post and so it's been going around like i said it's it's left me it's beyond me yeah, oh yeah it's and out, uh, out the, it's out in the wild now buddy yeah and so dave david posted the, uh the one with biggie and he said okay this is the best one yet but seriously this has to stop and jeff diced said it's out of your hands daddy <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh my god i love jeff diced I love Jeff, Jeff Deist will be on our show on April 25th, by the He's way. He's one of my favorite people in the world, man. He's it's exciting. He used to play in a hardcore band. You should bring that up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Do you know what the like, band is so, called? Like old school hardcore band. I can't tell you. He, he's got to tell you himself. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Like old school okay. hardcore. Like the like for real hardcore. So. Well, let me, let me, let me ask you uh, my question that I ask and I, it's a fun one. Um, so we do talk about white pills a lot because we truly believe in hope and in being able to win this thing, even on the individual level. Sure. Um, so a lot of people I'll ask this, I'll say, well, you know, what's the white pill that you would like to share with the audience that helps you, that gives you hope in the world that we're living in right now. And a lot of times I ask that and people think that I'm asking on this macro scale. And so I want to make sure, you know, you can answer on the macro scale. You can answer with LP or whatever. Um, but if it's something small, like one of my um, white pills was my baby at the end of last year. So let me ask, what is a white pill that people can microdose so that they feel a little bit of hope and a little bit of ability to move forward in this dark world that we're living in right now? Well, it's definitely, I mean, it's got to be my children first, you know. That's that's oh, for absolutely. sure. And, and uh, it, 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 listen, if you guys are feeling really down, just know that I am going to repopulate this earth. I mean, it's I'm <laughs> Dude, you and me together, uh, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Ryan no, for, also has five children. Jesus, we're dude, we're doing it. We're doing the damn thing. We're going to repopulate this world. Making with, an army. Yeah. Um. And then and then I guess on a bigger scale, it's the Mises Caucus. You know what I mean? They've really they've really white pilled me on the mission. Um. 
you know, I'm a two-time endorsed candidate for them, uh, for chair of the party. I've watched the work they are doing, uh, personally was, was their, you know, ca- uh, candidate committee chair. Um, they're unstoppable right now, man. I mean, they really are. They went from five guys in a living room basically, uh, and 50 people in a Facebook group to, uh, pulling in almost 15 grand a month, busting their ass. Um, yeah. And, and I see that Heather, Heather tower gang, Tower Gang is definitely a very big white pill for me. My Tower Gang, I am one of the original Tower Gang members. Hashtag Tower Gang. Uh, shout out to my my brothers and sisters in the Tower Gang. That is a white pill as well. But um, there's a lot of white pills for me right now. I think I think I think that we we can win. Um, we don't have to lose. You know what I mean? We can win. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm like looking that. forward to. Like that. All right. Well, I think that we've had a good conversation and I think I like you more by the way I think that what what actually ingratiated me to you as a person was when we were in the tower gang chat and um I posted a meme of um from Lord of the Rings with uh Legolas saying um you know the Legolas Gimli meme yeah. where it said you know I never I never thought I would be fighting alongside a but I'd put LP gay F word. Right. Right. Um, right. <laughs> and, and how about a friend? And so, and you, and you were like, Oh man, am I the, am I the, I'm the LP, I'm the LP guy. You know? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you took it's, it like, yeah. so it, it was one of those realizations, you know, like I fuck it. I know I work for the, the LP man, but it's like, uh, <laughs> It's like sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I am that guy. Fuck, damn it. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's all right. All right. <laughs> it's unfortunate, uh, but you know, it's the price we pay for for what things we do. <laughs> but yeah, so no, I I definitely consider you an ally, a friend, and uh, a fun person to talk to, which I think is maybe more important than the rest of it in my in mm-hmm. my book. Um, so. As we close up, I, I know people can find you on Twitter at Joshua at Large. And if you want to watch your couch streams, break the break the cycle couch streams, you can go to youtube.com slash fight the despots. Is there anywhere else you want people to to find you? Or is that is that if kind of YouTube, rounding it if, out? Well, Odyssey, you can find Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith at Odyssey, uh, Instagram, Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith, Patreon. Uh, if you want to pay me. You know what I mean? The patreon.com backslash <laughs> break the cycle JS. Um, but uh, you can also listen to my podcast. If you're not a big fan of, of you, you know, YouTube or Odyssey or watching the podcast. Yeah. Um, I do. I did really put together a nice stunningly visual thing for people here. Uh, it took me about a hundred mm-hmm. hours worth of YouTube time to figure out how to run my stream in 1080p like this. So <laughs> If you could watch the video, that'd be cool. But if not, I understand you can find us on every single podcast catcher uh, available, except for like two of them. For some reason, I'm going to figure out why. But um, that keeps happening to me. I keep yeah. having people say, why is it no longer on? I don't know. I forget which ones it is, but I keep having to resubmit our audio feeds. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm on I'm on almost all. I mean, I'm on like Overcast and Spotify and Google and and Apple and all that yeah. stuff. So, you can find Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith. I promise you. We're not like the top-rated podcast yet, but we are coming for you, Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? It's coming. <laughs> We're on our way. Uh 
but yeah, it's, it's fast, fast growing. I'm really, I'm really excited to have all the support that we've had. It's been, I just, it's almost unbelievable to me that people want to sit around and listen to me for an hour, two or three times a week, but Hey, you know, I'll take it. So right on. <laughs> I just, I just wish you had more handsome bearded people on your show. That's all I have to say. Uh, um. no, we'll have to figure something <laughs> out, Cam. <laughs> but since you you've plugged, let me tell everyone quickly where to find us and tell you what's happening over the next few weeks for our show. Um, if you want to find me, say I say a lot of bad words on Twitter um, at Cam Harless. If you want to see uh, this this lady over here make cogent arguments and then also say bad words at Soup Canarchist, mm. um, we have a locals, the madones.locals.com. Uh, it's not as hopping as it should be. People get in there and make some shit posts. This is what we're about. <laughs> um, we do have t-shirts that'll be linked. Um, we have, uh, if you want to listen to it, you can listen on wearethemadones.com. You can listen to that or our other shows on mlganetwork.com. If you want to watch it, which is honestly the best thing, because who doesn't want to see Joshua Smith's face? I don't know. A Richie Casaldo, probably. Me? Uh, Me? YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash the mad ones for that. And uh, we're on Odyssey as well. Um, unfortunately, it has my old handle from when we were Make Liberty Great Again. And if you want some coffee, I'm going to tell you to go to lawrenzotti.coffee and don't use Joshua Smith's BTC, BTC at checkout. BTC at checkout. Use mine, the mad ones. Um, but beyond that, uh, in the in the future, what you got? What you got? Can we talk? Can we talk about how much better your Lorenzotti ad is than me just being like lawrenzotti.coffee for all your delicious coffee, ne- Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door? Is way better. Than I'm. I, I try. <laughs> I got so, these video ads now. I know that we sponsor or they sponsor us. We sponsor them. I don't know how it works. Anyway, I know they're affiliated with us, but they are really great coffee. And like when we ran out, I've ever had. so good. Ever. So like, I know we, we technically benefit from telling you how good this coffee is, but I promise you, you will not be mad if you get some of this coffee. Yeah. I, You'll be the we, opposite of mad. <laughs> they like sent us some for free, you know? They were like they essentially like crack dealers. They sent us some for free and now we're going to buy more because it's that good. And, um, I, I don't, I'm not, you guys aren't using my, my link here. It's really good shit. Like it's the best coffee I've ever had. We don't buy the beans cause we don't have a grinder. We will get a grinder eventually, but we just buy the, they have ground coffee too. And it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it or what they're doing or where they're getting it, but it's the best, it's the best tasting coffee I've ever had for sure. Italians must and know how to do coffee better than I thought. That's right. Well, I did buy a grinder because I wanted to try it both as a cold brew and as a, sure. a pour over. And it's good as a cold brew. That's my that's my jam though. I like I like my my cold brew. Yeah, you live um, in Florida. I live in Iowa, man. When it's negative forty, true. you don't want cold brew, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, I drink that shit in Alaska. Um, <laughs> uh, so coming up, we have uh, Clint from Liberty Lockdown next Oof, Wednesday. He's the best. We have yeah, that's uh, awesome. We have uh, after that we have on a Sunday at eight p.m. We have Mister Jeff Dice that's going to be coming on the show. Uh, followed by Carrie Wedler on the 28th. Um, and then Friendship Month starts in May. And we have Freckles and Brit starting that off, followed by our one of my best friends in podcasting, um, probably because she buttered me so, up so much when I did my Red Pills on Waco. Uh, Miss Monica motherfucking Perez is coming back on the show. I have so, heard love Monica. 
She's great. She's the best. She's great. And, and let me tell you, I will give you some some weird shit to say to her to make her laugh if you Good. if you if you have the balls. Just message <laughs> it over, buddy. Message it over. <laughs> All right. So with that, thank you for oh, coming just on, Josh. Real- I really enjoyed it. I have a quick thing to plug, Uh-oh. actually. Uh-oh. Um, Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, I'm going to be part of the 24-hour live stream with the Freedom Scoop Network, and they are raising money for um, a suicide prevention charity. So I will be posting the links for all of that. They have a fantastic lineup. The um, I'm also on that. <sighs> oh, are you also yeah. on that? Awesome. So yeah, they're doing a whole... They did it last year for St. Jude's, and they raised hundreds of dollars for the Children's Hospital. And suicide prevention is something that's really, you know, on everyone's mind because of the, the COVID lockdowns exacerbating the issue. So this is something that, you know, can definitely benefit people. If you guys want to come check out the live stream, I'm not saying you have to donate, but definitely come and like, you know, just be there. That would be support too. Sweet. Yeah. Also, yeah. I have an idea for a charity thing that I want to do and I want Josh to be in on it too. So we'll, we'll talk about that later. Right, um, but with that, like I said, thank you for coming on. I enjoyed the hell out of this. Um, and with that dear audience, I'm switching up the sign off tonight because Mike Brancatelli just fucking killed it yesterday just blew me out of the water so instead of me going through a whole list of shit to tell you before I leave um, here you go be the glitch you want to see in the matrix <laughs> <laughs>